Welcome everybody to another episode of Nights at the Brown Table. This is a podcast of Pacific Islanders sharing our views and the lens through which we see the world. I'm Sefa. To the vast intergalactic space of the interwebs, it is the one and only, the songstress, seamstress, mistress, mattress of this generation, representing Australia, Samoa, and who sometimes claims Chinese and German heritage, who also speaks Japanese. Minasan konbawa. Nights at the Brown Table no. Lama desu, yoroshiku onegaishimasu. Ooh, that was actually quite impressive. Arigato gozaimasu. Color me impressed, Lamar. Hang on. We're still missing somebody. Yeah, so we're missing Salah. I really miss Salah, her voice, and just her articulate thoughts. So we thought we'd go on the opposite end of the spectrum. And we have our favorite TGA tongue in person, Lawaki. Hey, I'm the condom guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's brought samples. Um, he's selling them on his e-commerce business. Give us a plugin. I'll give you a plugin for your website. Yeah, so I'm here. I'm back. So I'm all about condoms. That's that. Again, I miss it all. As I said, articulate thoughts. But here we are. You just got to do with what you have, what you're dealt with. I suppose. Yeah, you called me. So. <laughs> That's, that's, and that's, true. That's, 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 that's true. And he got the receipts. I know. Finished, what, how long ago? An hour? Yeah. An, an, hour, hour ago. an hour ago. Come over now. Yeah, so that's how that's how fast the business can be. Loaki mm-hmm. came in clutch. Thank you. No, it's good. It's always good to be here, I guess. I mean Well, if there's anything that describes Loaki is he always comes through despite one minute or one hour ago. When I hit him up, he's always there. Mm. So let's give him thanks. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. So what's going on in the news headlines? Speaking of missing Sila, Sila is down in Melbourne and she is in lockdown. Down there. I don't know if a specific postcode is locked down, but Victoria is currently going through a lockdown period. Scary, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Awkward, though. Why is it awkward? Because, I mean, like, it's awkward being in Victoria right now, though. Because the whole world's looking at them. Oh, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get out of it. You get a fine. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Did you guys know that they're doing random spot checks in, in Melbourne? They should have been doing it here in Sydney eight weeks ago, but <laughs> go ahead. What are you yeah, doing by random spot So, check? like, um, they've got, like, police. It's like RBTs that just lined up, and they're asking you, where are you going? Mm. Aren't they doing it here? I thought RBTs here included that, no? I think they were doing it for a random time. Like, it was just random spot checks, but it, I don't think it's as mad as it mm. is down there. Yeah, pretty bad, eh? Stay home, Silla. But wait, what are they asking for again? Where you're going... And if it's essential. Oh. oh, because they're in phase three, which is what we were what we were in At previously, start, right? That was the start, eh? Has Melbourne ever been in phase three lockdown? Could care less about that. I thought they were always higher than us. I thought they were worse than us. They're locked down before. Like when everyone was in lockdown, I thought they were in a worse position than us, no? Mm, I, to be honest, I haven't even looked it up. But the surprising thing is, is that... The, the increase of numbers is by community transmission, which is very concerning. The, the increase that we had with the numbers previously was 
because of people coming back into the country. So mainly we could catch them by doing quarantine. But community transit, uh, transmission means that it's um, transmitted by just everyday, like everyday things. Like going to the shop. Yeah. Yeah. But un- unless it was going to be completely eradicated, like the attempt like New Zealand, I don't, I don't see that ever not being the case. Because someone didn't oblige, eh? Yeah. Like well, which is to. why they introduced the um, the lockdown period mm. of the self-isolation and quarantine device that the government was given, has given to us. But yeah, it's very concerning to see these cases. I think today it was, it was over to the 200 mark. Jeez, in Victoria alone. Yeah. Mm. They just don't listen? Is that a, is that a thing? Like, Melbournians are just not listening? No, I reckon they just got... I reckon they. it's an unlucky situation. Mm. To say that Melbournians don't listen, but Sydney does, I was like, nah. Like we mm. talked about two episodes ago, mm. it mm. was happening in the West. Facts. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think everyone was the same, but it's mm. just they got unlucky with the situation with the security guards and how the security guards that were supposed to be watching over the um, the quarantine hotel, they were in fact letting people out, sleeping with some of the tenants, mm. and also... Wait, they were sleeping with the tenants? Yeah. Wait, the people security that guards? The security guards. Okay, you didn't what? know this? Uh, I mean, like... That's what happened with Melbourne. Melbourne don't listen, I with, said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I'm what happened. Because so, in, in New South Wales, over the hotel that people were quarantined mm. in, they had the army and the police yep. watching over them. So yep. who they have? But, Random sickies. Yep. Uh, a lot of them are islanders. I don't know about these ones specifically what they were, but they were letting them out. They were sleeping with some of the tenants. It was three specific security guards. And there were also Uber drivers. So not only did they interact with people that were supposed to be in quarantine. Sleeping COVID at night and giving it out for free. And then giving it out. So that that was impossible to track. Yeah, definitely. Maybe not impossible because Uber does keep a record of it. But But so that would have... Messy. Amounted to a lot of... um, just a lot of work. Yeah. That effort. is messy. Yeah. And so that's why they're completely shutting it down. So that's that's one of the incidences. I don't know whether there was more than that, but... Well, I've seen that we, over the last two days, I think we got two new cases and both of them were from those that, that were fleeing from Melbourne. Did you see that one? Oh, no, 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 no. One of them's in Liverpool, Kasula area. Oh, I thought that, yeah, I thought it was... I thought it was coming back from... Melbourne, that was. Oh, okay. They might have. I don't know what the origins were, but yeah, the the point of exposure was both of them. That what they, what's happening is that they are two. They had two new cases, and both of them went to that pub at some point, and so mm. they think that that pub was a breakout point oh for Lord. the COVID to other people. And that's in New South Wales. So that's what I mean to say that Melbourne. Again, coming back to the first conversation, to say Melbourneians don't. Listen, as opposed to people from New South Wales, would be a mm. a general statement. A farce. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, look at you! Thought I'd try and sound bougie. Can you spell it? Yeah, C O N D O M. Love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So there's been a lot of people on social media, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or YouTube, that are making videos of the supposed care packages that the government is giving them. And it doesn't seem to be inclusive of whether, you know, somebody's halal or if somebody's a vegetarian. So it's been very interesting to see 
how the community is trying to reach out. There are definitely people trying to reach out to help. But from my understanding, it's that there are very strict restrictions on what is going into the towers. And just other simple things like sanitary products or toilet paper or like female products. Like I, I believe these things are not being taken into account according to some of the videos that I've seen. As in they're not letting that, that stuff into the tower. Yeah, so people are taking photographs of what they're actually getting in the box. Mm-hmm. And it just seems really bland. Is like, there any toilet paper in there? I can't remember if I saw toilet paper. From what I can recall, it was like somebody, like, they got cereal, but there was no milk. Oh. Like, you know, just, just things like that. The the thing that I, that I remember seeing one of the news reports and... The one of the men was saying they were never given any warnings to this lockdown, mm. so they weren't able to prepare for when this lockdown occurred, mm. and now they're stuck in this building and just have to make do with what they're given. With what the end, yeah, because they don't they didn't have time to go and yeah. prepare any supplies. I've it's seen just, that one. Did you see that one with that? I think she's African, maybe, and she's like going off at the people that are bringing the food in. Well, what kind of stuff was she saying? What was interesting Oh, she was about like, you know, where, where are our rights and like, you know what I mean? Like the food that you're delivering us, it's going off next week, you know? Mm. Like, you know, like we need to get our own stuff. Like, yeah. You don't know what we need. Exactly. And that's a really good point to highlight is like the government doesn't know what these people need. Mm. They, they should be able to somehow get the things that they need because they know themselves what is what they need mm. so the fact that they didn't get any notification or any warning of this lockdown it really puts a lot of people out when they have to make do with cereal but no milk mm. yeah meat but it's like not halal there's no no sense of consideration yeah i understand the reasoning behind just the lockdown in general but the execution yeah it mm. does leave something to be desired or at least if you did do that essentially then maybe over the second or third day throw in maybe like you know Bread. try to clean up your act he, he's a list checklist like go through the things that you yeah as a household Do you think we'll have a surge? Do you think we'll have um, the second wave coming? Well, isn't this a part of it? Well, Melbourne's experiencing it at the moment, yes. Do you think it will come through to New South Wales? Well, I mean, it did. It started. But I like, aren't we going through the Australian or Southern Hemisphere winter right now? Correct. So, like, it only makes sense that this is when we get sick. mm but I mean, COVID doesn't necessarily appear out of nowhere. Mm. You know what I mean? So when it comes to the lockdown, even though it is the winter season, everyone's in still in somewhat of a isolation or quarantine. Yep. So I don't necessarily think winter itself has anything to do with it. However, more prone, do you reckon? Yeah, I, I think, think people it does. Are, I, yeah, I know what you mean though. Like you can get the flu or the cold at any time mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. But, but I think in this in this time, um, the weather, like the COVID thrives from cold. Like, it's going to be more spreadable. More this, sniffles, during... more coughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, it's just that time of period. It's going to be just... more snuggly. <laughs> in, it's just in cuddle winter. time. You know what I mean? More cuddle time. And that means more COVID time. Yeah. 
or yeah, the no, scene? Yeah. I think it'll be the new norm. I was listening to, he's an evolutionary biologist. He gives an analysis of the strain of COVID-19. And I think that if we didn't eradicate it initially, it will turn into, yeah, this will be the, the norm. A standard strand. Yeah. So a strain, think, sorry. Yep. Like I, it'll just be a sickness, normal sickness. That mm. people catch. Yeah. And then recover and then move on. Like how, like, like, oh, I got cancer. I'm dying from it. Like that? Uh, no. Because that's can, you, can you get sick and then die from being sick? Well, I mean, people are dying from COVID, though. <laughs> that's what I mean. And people die from cancer, so that's why I was trying to relate them. Yeah, yeah. RIP yeah. <laughs> right, to all the dead cancer patients. Wow. Especially I'm just like, this is a bit insensitive, though. Like, I'm just... <laughs> what? Wait, no, but do you know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, I do. I'm like, sorry. the relation between... Because yeah. you don't die from being sick, but you die from getting cancer... Eventually. What do you, you can die from being sick though? Oh, like normal sick? Yeah, people oh. die from the flu. The numbers yeah. on that, which is the it's what. Speaking of which, <laughs> I'm just I'm oh. trying to segue out of this because this is a mess. <laughs> this is entangled. <laughs> Shout out to Jada. No, the. <laughs> God, you just need to dig yourself out of your own hole. Like, okay, so let me just throw it back real quick. I was not aware that you can die from being sick because I used up all my sick leaves. So I'm not dead. So that's why I thought maybe you can't die from being sick. You just get days off work. That's all. I'm also on Centrelink though, so I don't know how that ties in. I work for Woolies, and I mean, when I go to work, and there's been like a new. Like a new trend again of buying toilet paper. Have you guys noticed that? Have you oh, noticed? have you actually? Is that actually happening at the moment? Like I walk through work and I'm just like, oh no, it's happening again. And mm. like, yeah, people are going crazy over toilet paper. My local Woolies is still normal. You're still prepped. Can I just like why toilet paper? Out of all the things in the earth, on the planet, on this galaxy, freaking why toilet paper? You know what? Let's put. That's a good question. If it was a pandemic, what would you run and buy first? not toilet paper i can use my hands mm. i can use the shower they do that in the philippines because oh sorry I went there. Yeah. yeah yeah well then what would you guys i went there no way you went to the philippines oh my gosh oh, this is awkward <laughs> i didn't want to bring it up this way <laughs> i did go but what would i get you say not toilet paper i say i would get oreos i would get migraine oh that is essential oh i would get cordial you got a bit of a sweet tooth. Sweet tooth. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like water. Coddies? Yes. Or golden circle. Oh, oh my gosh. You guys are putting me on the spot right now. Yep. Both of them really, really good. <laughs> golden circle. Because I think it's Australian brand. Oh, so is... Isn't Coddies? Australian brand too. Oh, they're both Australian. I'll get both. I like that the Coddies. And Mesa Cordial. That I like best. Love that. <laughs> I did not remember that that wow. jingle. Good memory. You know me he's when it comes jingler. to any songs. Look at him, he's jingling. Jingling and jangling. And dangling. And dangling. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Love Which one are you? Which one are you? Personality. Who I can be? Like a bee. 
Du vet, Lua, 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 Lima, Lima. Do you pers- do your personality? Do go. You're gonna riff off yes. of each other. Go. Okay, go. What? Do your personality. What's your personality? Oh my gosh! I just said do your personality. Oh, personality. Who could I be? What's your personality? Tell me. Personality. Who are we? Personality. Mm. Hey. I guess. I mean, track and that. <laughs> no. I think you know, what I'm laughing at is that Lamar's face, when you just kept repeating personality, Lamar's like, this bitch. I know. Yeah. I was like, make up oh. another line. I was like, oh, we're just doing one. <laughs> no, but honestly, Lamar wants to come out here and freaking That's continue. my go-to. When it I'm comes dead. to. If you start the first line, then it's easy for you to do it again on the third line. <laughs> no, you know. Songwriter. Hack. Songwriter hack one. That's what I am. I'm a songwriter, though. <laughs> Songstress, seamstress, mistress, actress. Of the galaxy and all of that and a bag of chips. Who sometimes claims German and Chinese heritage. <laughs> exactly. We were having a small, little chat about personality uh, personality tests. What we think of them, what, the ones that we've taken. What do you think? I love them. I, I, I think they're really cool because they're kind of like your horoscope things. And everyone wants to, everyone wants to always find out new things about themselves. So I think they're really interesting. You reckon or nah? Yeah, no, I can see how that, that can come into play. Especially if somebody is kind of trying to find their way in the world. I think it can kind of give a bit of direction. If mm-hmm. it's something that resonates with you, then it can be used as a type of guideline. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it should be like predominantly used for, to guide your entire life, I'm not entirely sure. But they're fun. They're fun to mm-hmm. do. Um, especially the ones that you do and you're like, oh my gosh, this is me. Mm. Mm. And then other ones that you don't do, that you do and then like, it doesn't end up being so what you he, want it to be so then you do it again. Yeah, until, until you get your <laughs> desired outcome. There's a mate of mine that I make fun of for believing in horoscopes. Like he follows them, mm. reads them and, and I make fun of him for it. But do you think these personality tests are a bit like horoscopes? Yeah. With a bit more science behind, with a bit oh. more, with a bit more mm. research behind. It. Well, some of them do have the scientific researchers mm. behind it, like right? like the Myers Briggs um, test. Your what test? The Myers Briggs, which is the sixteen personalities <laughs> one, which <laughs> the one that the one that we just did. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I just say sixteen personalities. Yeah. In that personality test, what did you get? So I got INFP, which is the idealist slash mediator. Now, let me just read a little bit of what characteristics this person has. I think first, if anyone wants to do this test, just go on 16personalities.com. That's the number one. Number six, personalities.com. It's easy to do. It takes about 10 minutes. Did you finish yours? Finally ended up finishing mine. But yeah. Yeah, so um, the idealist slash mediator, you are quiet, caring, and encouraging with a passion to see the world become a better place. You hold a set of inner values that you wish seen expressed in your order life. You have a keen understanding of people and what makes them tick. Some of the famous INFPs include C.S. Lewis, shout out to him, John Kerry, and Johnny Depp. That's pretty good. Do you think that matches you? I think a lot of the attributes that an INFP has, it really resonates with um, my personality. Yeah. I caution personality types the personality type test in general that I I hope people don't think that the world can be as simple 
as 16 personalities. I mean, I do definitely understand that it is more general and it can be segmented in some way, but I think that's the caution of listening to these sorts of things. That's why I compare it to horoscopes is that don't segment yourself as in this is what's going to happen. This is how my life's going to be. They're limited, eh? Yeah. I got a campaigner, which is random. Some of the strengths of a campaigner is that they're curious. Me. Observant, energetic, enthusiastic. Mm. Excellent communic. Wait, what was that? Mm. Excellent communicators. Mm. I think. You- <laughs> I think you're good at one-way communication. Yeah. You to other people. <laughs> oh, facts. Some of our weaknesses is our poor practical skills. Facts. Find it difficult to focus. Facts. Overthinks things. Okay, I'm getting my feels. I need to save this. <laughs> but again, on my story. <laughs> again, 16personalities.com. 10 minutes. It's for free. Check it out. I got debater. Uh, no one loves the process of mental sparring more than the debater personality type as it gives them a chance to exercise their effortlessly quick wit, broad accumulated knowledge base, and capacity for connecting disparate ideas to prove their points. Mm-hmm. Debaters are the ultimate devil's advocate, thriving on the process of shredding arguments and beliefs. Sounds like you two team. That sounds a whole lot like you. Hey, it does, eh? Yeah. But I think um, it's interesting what you said about we shouldn't segregate ourselves to a, a certain box because we're human beings and we have so many like nuances and the complexities that we possess are so much more than what these 16 personalities have. Mm. So sometimes when we read, like when I read other people's stuff, I'm like, oh, I see myself in that as well and i can mm. see myself here and there mm. same with horoscopes if that's what you want to believe in if, if that helps you manifest your best life or your best day however you want to manifest that all for that all mm. for you go just, just to you can, can everybody say manifest manifest can everybody say manifest manifest love that love some manifestation <laughs> for real yeah, man <laughs> Love that. Mm. And I'm yeah, That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's my personality. Oh, are, are you reading my one? Did you read my one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Game time. Right, oh, okay. In this. So, I need you guys to grab your phones. Oh my god. Go to your notes. Go to whatever you want to type on right now. If you're doing this at home, do it. It's pretty fun. I need you guys to think of an animal. Yep. Three animals. Yep. Three animals that you like. Uh, is there any specific thing that we're trying to do? Mm, no, nah, just three of your favorite animals. Okay. And do them from one, two, three. Like the, your most favorite animal, second, and then third. So yeah, if you're doing this at home, it's pretty cool. Follow along with us. I finished. Okay, cool. What do I do now? What? Wait, man. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Okay, sweet. So, what was your first animal? Yours? Wombat. Loves the Australian. What's yours? Moose. Ooh, random. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> random. Stop yeah. So, oh, that's a different one. So, now I need you guys to personify these animals. Three characteristics that you see that a, a moose would have if they were a person and, t- and write them down because mm. I need you to remember them. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Lamar? But how, what if we don't know? It was just our interpretation. Your interpretation. If your wombat was a person, what type of person would it be? 
So for you guys at home, yep, do the same thing for your first animal. Okay, go. Yeah? You yeah. done Lamar? Yeah. Just with the first one? Yeah. And well, now what's your second animal? What'd you get? Platypus. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Platypus is a marsupial. Correct. Mm-hmm. Also Australian. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's on our 20 cent coin. Love that. Cool. And what's yours? Silverback gorilla. Hmm. Random. Stuff you, man. Yeah. Now do the same thing for that one. I just want to, I just want to be for Elon and know what animals you chose. Platypus has a beak. Mm. I remember learning about that in primary school. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. How it was made? The duck had sex with the... <laughs> no. The duck was raped. Wait, what were you learning? <laughs> no, Wait. the duck was raped. I'm searching this up real quick. <laughs> if you're Aboriginal and this is wrong, what? I'm so sorry. Why would it have to do with Aboriginal? How was it made? Dream time. This is a dream time story and I'm here for the Aboriginals right now. Oh, wait. It's an Aboriginal story. It's a dreaming. It's part of the dreaming, yeah. So, uh, the duck slept with, but I'm pretty sure that it was the R word. You already said the word though. <laughs> oh, I don't know you said okay. the R word. Yeah, the duck, the duck raped the fish or the fish raped the duck? Carlo <laughs> <laughs> fight. Okay. Wait, because I actually got it. Okay. When the old people sat around their campfire, they would tell the Dreamtime story of the platypus. Once there was a water rat named Bill... Can't say that, to be honest. But him, while he was out hunting one day, he saw Daru the duck and decided that he wanted her as his wife. So what did he do? If you know, you know. And thus, their child was conceived. A water rat. He wanted the duck. What the... What were they referring to? What was a water rat? Is a water rat an animal by itself or is that a, a word they use to describe another animal? I don't know. It says water rat though. But that's the dream. Is that like an otter or something? Maybe. I'm very impressed that you remember that. Mate, I'm here for yeah, honestly, it was It was a long haul sort mm. of a story and I, I didn't know where it was going, but good for you. Yeah, no. I remembered it from primary school. I love Aboriginal. Is that part of your um, personality test? What? Remembrance. Remembrance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Good in my memory. <laughs> I'm here for all of that. Shout out to your primary school for teaching. All good. The Grange Public yeah. School, Campbelltown. Thank you for coming through. Your boy knows. I think some of the studies. details might have been a bit construed, though. Yeah, um, but I'm pretty sure a, it was a personal interpretation. Mm, facts. But he wanted her for the wife, though. Mm. Third animals. What'd you get? Yeah. Oh wait, we don't have to read out the other one. No. Oh, you. No, no, no. Okay, I got an owl. Oh, that's cool. Big eyes. What'd a humpback get? whale. Mm, humps. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a sperm whale. <laughs> if it was a sperm whale, I would have been like, you need to put a condom on that thing. <laughs> Facts. Not a sperm in the ocean. Sis. The amount. Mm. It's crazy. So y'all need to... Apparently, they give out a lot of semen. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I understand Whales, as well. A lot. Did you also learn that at the Grinch Public School? <laughs> but honestly, like everybody be swimming like <laughs> coming up drinking five liters of water. If you can't see what I'm doing, I'm giving my imp- my interpretation of somebody at the beach in the water, just opening their mouth and with their arms <laughs> wide open, embracing the ocean. Yeah, love that. You know when people say, "Oh, I'm an ocean baby." What does that mean? It makes sense because the ocean has a lot of babies in it. 
Sperm babies. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. okay, Al. Can you uh, personify your Al? <laughs> what was your animal? A humpback whale. Humpback whale. Can't deal. If I was an owl, I'd be like, it's cold tonight. Food. Food. Can you imagine someone like sleeping and all I hear is like, food. And what? (laughs) They're camping. They're camping in the woods. And all of a sudden. They're like, like, is is that Beyonce? That's so weird. I can only come up with two. Is that okay? Come up with a third one. I don't know. It's really hard. Think about if that owl was a human being, what type of human being would that be? Like, for instance, if if I chose a snake, I'd be like, oh, deceptive. Or like... Okay, I've got one. Cunning. Ooh, oh, good. Cunning. Yeah, snakes are cunning. All right, are we done? Yes, we are done. Okay. All right. So I want you guys to go over the first animal, your first animal, and the attributes that you guys have put down for it is meant to resemble how other people think about you. So can you guys just relay that out? I put a wombat. Mm-hmm. For my wombat, I put stoic, strong-willed, and cuddling. What's the first one? Stoic. What does that mean? Essentially, it's like strong-willed. So it's like the same thing. Oh, yeah? But I could so see that. I, that's, that is how you I see You see me as being stoic? I see you as being cuddly. Oh, oh yeah. And I think a lot of people see you as being cuddly. Thank you. Yeah, some people actually like saying that they like um, sleeping on, I think. Sleeping on my stomach. Oh. Oh, wait. Is this the, oh, sorry, Hold wrong on. podcast. So, <laughs> so, so far, what was that first <laughs> So what'd you get? Uh, I got independent, left alone, but attacks if provoked and family oriented. Oh my gosh, I see you as that. I see you as that. What I see you as family. Yeah, see you as fa- being very family orientated. Mm. Hmm. For some reason. Very independent. Very independent. Because you're out there living your best life in mm. Utah. BYU candy. BYU Aikai. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the second animal is meant to represent how you see yourself. And so what is that? What do you get? So I did the platypus. I wrote introspective, curious, and I put self. But I think I was supposed to put like self-isolated. Oh, do you think that about yourself? Yeah, how does that resonate with you right now? I think I'm like self-sufficient would be more better term. I'm always doing things by myself, whether it's like going to the movies, mm-hmm. going to concerts. What about you? I got the silverback gorilla. Uh, it's a dominant personality, strong-willed, and a defender. That is you, bro. That is like. Do you think that's how you see yourself? Yeah, because only you could actually answer that. Eh? So the strong-willed, I think, is a combination of my own self-assessment but a combination of somebody else's assessment, like my dad, that I've taken on board. Mm. And the last one is meant to resemble how you actually are. You're an owl. <laughs> You're, like, You're, You're an owl. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that Beyonce? Yes, it is I. <laughs> so think of me as an owl, but with the personality of a cat. Towards humans. Yeah, so I chose an owl and I put isolated, resilient, and adaptive. Yeah, it seems on par with your life right now. Um my my current thinkings, (laughs) my cognitive brains, sickles. Incognito. 
Oh, what? in Copanita, how do you know what that is? What does that have to do with like, this? I've heard people say it. Why? Why have you used that before? What? <laughs> For what purpose? <laughs> Explain yourself. So, like young man. again with this game. So, what was your animal? <laughs> what was your last animal? Can we just can we just get, stay on focus? Yeah. My last animal was a humpback whale. One, they have a nomadic lifestyle. Two, Yo, they're independent, boy. and three, they're strong. That's a scary one, especially the nomadic lifestyle. Mm. You know how they migrate everywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I like. That's crazy that you use that. It's accurate. 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 I cover. That's I car. That's car. 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 But you gotta go and make things so complicated. I actually don't know. <laughs> Rock on. Wait, but did it? I think um he tried to when you were up in Brisbane. Yeah, I tried to do auto cursive because I saw a lot of people doing it on TikTok, and I got shut down real quick. I was like, "Can I get it?" And the girl was like, "If you're not gonna order properly, can you please drive through?" And I was like. And we drove off. Best believe I put my window up because I was so shamed. <laughs> so embarrassing. I just got shamed. No, what would have been more shame is if the car in front of you stopped and you were stuck at the window. I'm waiting for her. <laughs> you know, they can actually see you though. What? There's a camera in the um, the McDonald's little screen thing. That's so illegal. Not really a city. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very, very, very legal. legal. It's, oh <laughs> she would have seen you and then seen you speak. And, like, and she saw me do this up. <laughs> Window up. That's so embarrassing, man. I tried that. <laughs> if you're not going to order, please just leave. I know. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm Sefa. I'm Lamar. I'm Lawaki. And together we are Nights at the Brown Table. Spur my old calling. Oh, that's how you chose the whale. That makes sense. Oh my god. And then yeah. Yep.